Deep. We're back with another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Today, Kelsey Darig is back. I don't even know if I'm saying her last name correctly, but that doesn't matter. It's Kelsey. She's back, and she's bold, and she's beautiful, and she's wonderful. She's been up to so much since the last time she was here two years ago. Um, I learned about, you know, she's been in in Aspen. She's been um, on private jets. She's been relaunching her podcast, getting into deep issues around um, women things. She's also been going to some sex parties. Um, and I learned all about it. And um, she came here directly after getting a root canal. So she is the definition of thriving on this episode of Not Too Deep with Kelsey Daring. You love the Real Housewives. I do. I do love them. I didn't watch the newest Jersey episode last night, so I have big plans tonight. Oh, she's a busy lady. Massive. Do you watch reality TV? I do not. I'm a teen mom. Serious girl. Like hard. Really? Still? Oh my God. Still? It's like growing up with them. You like grew up with them. I, that's the one I never got into because it felt too much like my peers. Ooh. (laughs) And uh, the, I guess, housewives seemed like. Upper echelon trash? Yeah. Yeah, That it felt like older women being terrible and like. Something to aspire to. (laughs) Right. And I felt like the girls getting pregnant. I was like, oh no, they're too young to have this situation. Sad. But now they've all like made you know, millions and yeah. they're fine. They're uh, yeah, they're making TV still. Yeah, they're fine. I'm not worried about any of that. I'm worried about me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not making enough money and I have zero babies. Okay. I'm losing money with zero babies. So. Well, okay, let's get into it. Are we oh. recording? Yeah, we're going. She knows what she's doing. Kelsey, <laughs> I mean, talking about you're not making money, you're the busiest woman ever. I don't know where you're getting this false information from. I'm getting it from social media. Oh. I'm getting it from just everything you're working on right now. I feel like you're hustling. It's never enough though, right? I do right. have enough Adderall to run a small country. I've said that. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, maybe I appear busy because I'm always carrying one of these coffees. But sure. I'm not. You you could, but I'm I feel in like my you're, you're working on lots of projects, yeah. but you're working on like a variety of stuff. Yeah, which, I like to keep my fingers in all holes. All holes. <laughs> <laughs> and be careful of your holes. Hide your holes because she's got fingers. Hide your holes is my <laughs> new t-shirt idea. Because the, the last time you were on the podcast, it was like two years ago. <gasps> oh, and, and what an were, honor. And you were here with Kate, but I feel yeah. like in two years, so much for so you has like been. grown, developed, changed. Yeah, bye BuzzFeed. Yeah, bye BuzzFeed. Bye. Which is, you know, something fascinating because that's like a world <laughs> where you're doing a ton of different shit under this one umbrella. I remember but, getting... It, one of the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. A, thinking you were so attractive and asking Ella, being like, do you think I could sleep with Grace? Oh, and in she was Austin? like, no. <laughs> don't, don't, like, get that out of your head. I was like, okay, okay, never mind. Second question, should I talk to her about, like, leaving BuzzFeed? And I remember I talked to you. I had, like, the drunkest conversation of my life. I was probably also shit-faced. And you were like, you gotta just do it. You gotta believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, now I want to sleep with her more. <laughs> Drunk Grace has two speeds. I will help save everyone from problems yeah. they didn't know they need to be saved from, or I will yell at everyone oh. and cry in a corner. It must be fun to be your boyfriend. Yeah, I haven't been drinking for a while. Now. <laughs> oh, me neither. I yeah. got sober. Good for you. Are you sober soaps? Not sober soaps. Okay. I did dry January, um. and then I started having like this SIBO thing in my gut. 
like a little stomach intestinal thing and then drank a little bit on vacation then didn't feel good so now back to and you're like maybe this whole time it was the alcohol I'm connecting (laughs) some dots and there seems to be one giant black hole connecting all these dots and it's devastating well how long have you been sober sober 200 and something days how's it been going it's the best slash easiest life change I've ever made really wish I would have done it sooner and I mean you know like with the internet culture your identity is built around alcohol in a weird way totally and becomes inherent in your brand and it's like so enmeshed that it is difficult to make that separation because you feel like you're losing a part of yourself you're like putting to sleep yeah (laughs) you're putting down your fun side or Mm -hmm. something like that I've arguably gotten more fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should ask some people. <laughs> Maybe they're like, she got real cunty. She thinks she's really fun. But she she's- walks around like Mike Bloomberg. Like, I'm the cool guy, right? Okay, so maybe not that. That's my own opinion. But it, mm. no, but I think that's because there is, uh, it's so rampant in, you know, mm-hmm. especially like content creator culture because every, our jobs are so willy-nilly and yeah. all over the place mm-hmm. um but i've been listening to this book the easy way to control alcohol Ooh. by alan oh. carr he did the smoking one yeah easy way yeah. and it's fantastic you love I, it i love it i highly recommend because it's just like a much more positive mm. uh philosophy mm-hmm. on all of it and like how the, your life is just gonna get better tell me it so i don't have to read it it's basically like your life is going to get better. It never helped you to begin with. Oh. You were always under oh. the spell of alcohol. Oh my blah, blah, God, blah. Alan Carr yeah. coming for big yeah. alcohol. <laughs> it's I know. It's act, it's fascinating. And he's uh, someone else reads it in a British accent, so it's very soothing. It's all very fun. So you look forward to not having to drink. Yeah, exactly. Because British guys talking. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's around. a more desirable thing. Um, but so you you left BuzzFeed. Mm, bye. Bye. <laughs> You're working on a show on E. Oh, my God. Yeah. Our second season was supposed to come out like a week ago. Oh, wait. I don't know. This don't talk. Don't date- ask me a question. About <laughs> dates. It's dating it's no filter. Yeah. And this is a panel show about dating. Yeah. It's the first LGBTQ blind dating show on network television wow. in America, which was really cool because it was on E, which is a big network. That yeah. How did this watch. come about? Um, they were like, we need a loud white lady to fill that <laughs> slot. And I was like, you're like, I've been training for this my whole oh life. Oh my God. I was like, finally, the heavens opened up and I get paid to do it. Um, no, it's, you know, it's less of us making fun of people, which I think is why people like it so much. We're yeah. not like, oh, look at these fucking idiots. It's more like we are them. We're mm. with them. We've all been there. It's very. Um, so what's the premise of the show? Six comedians watch blind dates. Oh, and okay. the producers found this incredible way of putting two people like a Republican and a person who like believes in aliens together. Wow. And then you just watch that. And we it cuts back. And it's very reminiscent of those old MTV shows like yeah. Date My Mom or next or yeah 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 yeah. i think that's why people like it that's so yeah that's fun and cool and very also, easy it's not that you're the dates have already happened mm-hmm. so it's not like you're coaching these people no i sit dates. on a couch and i eat food <laughs> this is a dream job and they bring me starbucks and i snort adderall in the back. Uh, it's a dream job <laughs> yeah i'm not sober sober i'm just yeah. not drinking you're thriving <laughs> 
Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah. Um, so this is already the first season's out there. Yes, we're into our midway of our second season. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's super fun. Any major takeaways from watching people on blind dates? Um, holy shit, great question. You gotta be yourself. Yeah. Because very slowly, what they do is they liquor them up like any good reality show, uh-huh. and so like you know, ten minutes that you see the audience sees into the date. We're watching like hours of footage, wow. but you get to see like ten minutes into the date how real people become once you get that activity. Uh over with. So you guys are watching the completely unedited version of the yeah. date. Oh, that yeah. gives me anxiety a little bit. Yeah. So it's, um, you get to just see how people are. Do you watch The Circle on Netflix? Yes. Okay. I avoided it at first because mm. I thought it was going to make me like sad about, because uh, I've also world. had like a weird relationship with social media right mm. now about like how sometimes it makes me very inspired and sometimes it mm. makes me very depressed. Mm. And but you do such a good job of it. Oh, that, Well, that's probably well, the problem. That's the problem. You shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't be on it. But so then I avoided The Circle because I mm. thought it was going to be like, oh God, I don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. And then I watched an episode and I was like, and this is all I'm watching until yeah. the end. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a bit like that and where you get to see the raw moments of people, uh-huh. like how they react to a text versus what they write back. And yeah. like, it's just a psychology experiment. And that's I think that's cool. really fun. Yeah. Have you been on blind dates before? No. Me either. I, my friends know me too well. <laughs> I would somehow find, right? Like yeah. no fucking way. Especially when you have a little celebrity. I mean, I'm like a microscope compared to you, but like no fucking way could no. you blind date. No, especially because you assume that they're going to Google anything mm. Because a normal person would Google, I would Google if I was set up on a blind date with someone. What pops up when you Google you? It's just too much. Like it's, <laughs> but it's all just like you know the thumbnails from dumb videos, and it just looks like a lot. Yeah. And I like to think that I'm a much lower key person in you in are. person. But like when if you were to just take the landscape of a Google search, it looks like mm. an it looks like a parody of like an internet girl. Oh my god! And yeah, it, but you're an OG. <laughs> how dare they? They don't know. That's, that's my own assessment of like trying Yourself. to like put, yeah put something. We should turn this to a therapist. Um. Okay, you're one, you're coming here from getting a root canal, which is not like a euphemism. That's like for real what just happened before you Yeah, got no, here. my mouth is nerve. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. So we appreciate that very much. And two, you're coming from also Sundance. Oh yeah. I went to my first Sundance. How was that? I've never been before. Oh my god. So I got to go as an alumni because I got in as a writer last year. Congratulations. Which, thank that's you. I cool. said that because I wanted praise. Um <laughs> fully. And the application are just open so if anyone wants to become a writer <laughs> go apply uh and so part of the program is you get a free ticky cool have you ever been no it's beautiful and fun right beautiful and just like drunk very powerful tv right. and movie executives uh, because the altitude i hear everyone's altitude. just like shit face the whole time it's so nice like hollywood's yeah. got a reputation for being so mean but when you're in that environment and everything's free and all yeah. the food is free and you're watching good films yeah everyone's just mood is different you're like oh is this how i would be if i didn't live in la right yeah <laughs> is this what life is like outside yeah. of our bubble you're like rubbing elbows with just like Issa Rae and wow. freaking Eva Longoria and you're you guys also took a private jet there oh my god okay what is Listen, this story that was not just <laughs> that was to a thing called Summit which I wonder if you know someone in LA it's like a I, I think I get the emails all the time yeah that there's you're like too an cool event. for it see but I'm the loser here <laughs> no I you went on a private jet I think I get the emails of like here's a, we're having an event if you want to come okay well here's the thing all the people that are involved in Summit are very wealthy. Okay. Like, 
you know, maybe Jeff I should Bezos. check my email. Yeah, I was like, are you single? You're still in a relation, right? Yeah. Like you maybe shouldn't because my situation's different, but you get to meet just like the coolest, wealthiest people who are like actually changing the world, right? Wow. Like people in charge of, um, I don't know, what's an important thing? Tables, that yeah. guy's probably there. Um, <laughs> just there's so many people where you're like, you do what? And then uh-huh. they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, I talk about my pussy a lot. <laughs> Here's my card. Or like DM me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I carbon offset all my flights just so we know. Uh-huh. But a friend of a friend of a friend of whatever, my boyfriend's in it. I'm not. Okay. I just was like tagging along. Okay. They were going out on their jet and it was like, duh, you go on the jet. Yeah. The world is burning, literally. Yeah. But I know on a PJ, baby. You gotta go on a PJ. Have you ever been on a PJ? No, that's Girl, what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of people in my ether have recently mm. been on PJs. So it's getting closer to me. Oh my but God. the opportunity hasn't. But you, you're like me, I'm assuming, in that you don't like to leave your house often. Exactly. You gotta leave your house if you wanna be on a PJ. That's the one thing that's stopping me. <laughs> the one thing. If they can swing by my house and pick me up, then I'll take it for a spin. Yeah, dude, it really fucking spoils you. Uh, See, that's the thing, too, is that I feel like it is so spoiling mm. that knowing that that level exists is, like, just weird. You're fucking grossed out with yourself. You're like, oh, let me drain this fucking water and this fucking sushi on the plane and Uh, shit. And you're just like, no one's going to give me shit for bringing my dog or putting my feet up. Like, oh, this is stupid. There's no rules. Yeah, but do it. Highly recommend. Like, for sure. Absolutely trying so to get on one. Soon. This wasn't to Sundance. No, this was oh. to Summit. Summit, which okay. is in the same place. Okay, <laughs> back okay. to back weekends. Wow. Maybe I am busy. Yeah, that this is what I'm telling you. Maybe you've been so busy you don't have time to realize how busy you are. I, don't, I still get time to like masturbate and sleep, so I'm okay. <laughs> if I if I'm too busy where I'm tired at night where my hand falls asleep in between my legs, I'm like, that's I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Have you ever done that where you wake up and you're like, oh my arm? I have not done it's that. Dead. <laughs> my arm is dead, and then you freak out for like half a second, like, will it ever come back? Or am I gonna tell people the way? I lost my arm was masturbating. <laughs> 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 I just loved myself too much. Yeah. Hey, Lizzo would approve. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But you have been busy. Mm. I haven't gotten the flu, which is usually like tall tale sign that you're too busy. Yeah, you know? for sure. I just, I'm working from home. So I, I see my foster dog and my partner and that's no, it. No. Yeah. Okay. So Barry. Oh, Barry. Barry the foster dog. My boy, Barry. Okay, so for I, the idea of fostering a dog makes me nervous because if you form a, an emotional attachment, what is the plan? Uh, you just keep calling them your foster dog until <laughs> to try and create space. Yeah, your partner and uh, roommate allow you to keep them. Uh, <laughs> no, so here's how it went in: was like I was getting the itch uh-huh. for a doggo yeah. since I don't have to travel as much anymore. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this scratch by going to volunteer. So that I makes sense. Super vo- involved in the volunteer program. We'll go like early on Saturdays because when you're sober and you don't have hangovers, you just wake up early. There's and you're time like, to do activities. Yeah, you're like, what do I do with all this time? Yeah. Uh, and my hand was going really numb a lot. <laughs> and so I was like, I got to put this hand to use with a dog. Oh, no, wait, I wasn't drinking off dogs. Yeah. Sorry, that's not what <laughs> I mean, it was my, oh, my God. I went to volunteer to walk dogs <laughs> with my hand on their leash right. that is attached to their necks. Yes. Um, and 
we started with cats, fostering cats. Okay. Where those go like cats are cats are getting adopted. Cats are getting adopted left and right. Right. Dogs are a much higher return rate. Mm. The shelter I work at has 200 dogs as opposed to the usual like 50 to 60 at most shelters so it's like guantanamo bay like there's fucking brainwater and pigeon shit in their cages and you're just like oh i'm i'm thinking this is gonna be sad yeah but in a way like one small thing right like if a dog starts to sniff you who growled at you before you're like this is incredible it made more improvement than like any antidepressant ever did in my life and so i kept going back every week to just see these small little incremental changes Mm -hmm. and then i had the cats at home well when i passed barry in his cage it was just like couldn't keep walking. You, you, I never have felt a bond like that. Not uh, even to my humans. Wow. My human friends. My humans. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just was like, I'm taking him today. Oh, I had uh, also had some dental work done that day because I was on Valium. <laughs> <laughs> this is now how you mark major moments in your life. Just, was this before what? or after some sort of dental surgery? Because <laughs> I remember I was on Valium and my friend was like, are you sure you're not just making a decision? I was like, absolutely not. Put him in the trunk. I mean, the back seat. Just get him in the house. Um, and Yeah, and he's been with us since Thanksgiving. He's done wow. some trial runs of being at other people's houses okay. to see if they wanted to adopt him. Uh-huh. But you should know, dogs are no joke. That's I know, they're no joke. And, and I, didn't, I didn't do the slower, oh. like... I tell everyone, like, take your time. Like, what you're doing, like, really, mm-hmm. like, test it out. Oh, make yeah. sure because you can think through what a dog needs, but until you actually, like, oh, have yeah. one, it's, like, the most Allergies. insane. Allergies. Yeah. Blood shit coming out of their ass. Oh. All of a sudden, they step in a fucking ant pile. And they can't use words to tell mm-hmm. you where they've been or what they've been doing <laughs> or what they ate. Goose. Oh, like six years. Oh, yeah. she's she an adult. But she's an adult, so now, like, things on her body are, like, aching. Oh. And, like, she has a limp, like, right now because oh. she, like, got too excited and, like, jumped at the mailman. But, like, oh. I'm like, is it, like, did you dislocate a bone? Because I always go, worse case. <laughs> or is it just a tweak and you're fine tomorrow? Yeah. So, but it's a lot. Yeah. But I also can't reconcile, like, the adopting of a dog, then falling in love, and then not being able to. Because I think I would have just <laughs> I'd have the dog if I adopted yeah. one or if I fostered, fostered one, one it'd be an adoption for like that for some reason cats were like bye see you never <laughs> like go for your home but yeah there is something about a connection with a dog because I feel like they are so much derpier than cats yeah. where you're like oh you can see inside of my soul yeah but I think very special and I always said like I still am okay with someone adopting him as long as they will love him more than I do which right. isn't possible so I'm keeping it <laughs> <laughs> but I'm totally fine to adopt him out like I have no problem how does that work then do people is he still like available on their website that yeah. people can come in like uh-huh yeah see him? and like i my goal was to use social meds to help yeah get these animals out and so i've had people dm me mm-hmm. or uh facebook groups there's so many la like rescue facebook groups gotcha. because as you should know like you do not adopt a dog from no. a fucking breeder in no. LA. no 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 like, no that's taboo you no, run no, out no. of town yeah yeah and so or you're run out of town yeah by all the shelter dogs <laughs> who are like are you fucking kidding <laughs> yeah um so yeah tons of facebook groups and you just got to get a real sob story going for yeah. them mm-hmm. like barry couldn't see out of his eye when we got him and <gasps> And people were just like, I want to help when he's better and can see and is is already fixed. And I was like, yeah, 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 sure. So is the plan to eventually slowly keep Barry? 
Or is the plan keep the door open? But listen, in a ideal world, uh-huh. my boyfriend and I would break up, <laughs> and he <laughs> would want the dog, and I would want the dog, okay. and then we would split the dog, oh, and so then the that dog. way I could still do a bunch of stuff and travel and not have to worry about it. But it's yeah. not like just my responsibility, right? Because right, right now right. he's like fully my responsibility. My roommates and my boyfriend are like, "You did this." It's your dog. Like a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I get up at 6 or everybody. I and fucking I, walk them twice a day. I take care of this yeah, thing. Yeah, Well, Barry, I mean, one, just great for social media. Beautiful oh, photos. Beautiful. So photogenic. so photogenic. What is Goose? Because she looks a little. She's a little. She's got boxer face. She's got like a pit bull, um, English bulldog body. Yes. But I just did. It's still sitting in my car. I have to mail it off the swab, like, swab to see her DNA You're going to be shooketh. We thought Barry was was a boxer. What is he? Pitbull. He looks he is English bulldog and chow chow. And chow chow? Chow chow. That's nuts cuz I thought I was like Barry and Goose have similarities mm-hmm, it, to me. Head. Yeah, the little blockhead. Foldable head. Yeah, just like a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh god, and when that thing comes at you in the morning, fuck. Look out. Does Goose sleep with you? Um, when my boyfriend's out of town, yes. Huh. Um, but when he's in town, no. She great. She, uh, no, she sleeps in, I call oh, yeah. it. She's an adult. She's got a closet. <laughs> well, my closet is like right next to the bed. Like Harry Potter. Yeah. And, uh, I say it's Goose's room because I just have a bed in there and Aww. she just likes being like surrounded by sure. clothes and like in there. She's That's a cutie. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, more questions for Kelsey on mm. Not Too Deep. Not. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Um, Confidently Insecure, your podcast, yeah. is back. Did it, it, is. did it take a hiatus for a little bit? We took a week off. Okay, what a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we took a week off over the holidays to like revamp and start season two. Yeah, and so it seems, it feels like it's taken a very cool course. Like yeah. you've been very raw and vulnerable Oh on my there. God, adult shit was all about... Like this, like not too deep, yeah. like keeping it servicey and then like dipping our toes in serious and then yeah. coming right back out because it's like that's not who we are. We're funny, silly, silly girls. Yeah. And then I realized when I'm alone in my apartment on my couch, mm-hmm. it's like therapy. I can't help it. Yeah. And I think with like also the way the world has kind of changed since adult shit, totally. it's really hard to be like, lol, like 100%. When yeah. you're like, oh my God, I'm so depressed about this. State of the union. Yeah, especially <laughs> when it's like your job is communicating kind of what you're going through and like your yeah. point of view on it. Yeah. Do you feel like nervous about how vulnerable you've been and how much you've explored on there? Or no. is it more exciting to be like, I'm just putting it all out there? I, I guess it's the same feeling as when you work for the internet. Like, I don't know, maybe you can relate. When you're in your home in front of your camera and you have full control, yeah. you just talk. Yeah. You don't realize. Uh, that in my case, thousands, in your case, millions of people are going to be watching and you're like, oh, fuck. And then once it's out there, Mm -hmm. you don't realize, like, it doesn't feel as weighted because, you know, news stories aren't picking it up and shit like that. Like, for me, it's just the listeners have become my support system and my therapy. 
therapists in yeah, a way. Yeah. And it's, it's so like just a breath of fresh air. It just That's feels great. like exactly what women need right now. And yeah, especially want. like as you get older, I've found that I give less of a fuck about Ooh. like having so many walls mm-hmm. up. Uh, I mean, here and there, like sharing what I want to and being in control of like mm-hmm. how much I put out there is still something that I subscribe to. But mm-hmm. I I want to hear more personal stories yeah. from like people that are my peers. So why totally. am I not sharing personal stories? Exactly. What's like your deepest secret you've kept without putting on the internet? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I feel like you've done a really good job. Right? Like, I don't know if you just don't I'll have save that trauma. For, I'll save that for your podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Clickbait. Yeah. It's coming. Um, but there, because I know you put out a, an episode recently about oh, being in an mm-hmm. abusive relationship. Yeah. Did, and I know that you talked about like how like the unexpected emotions and mm, roller coaster mm-hmm. of like, should I, shouldn't oh I, my how do God. I, yeah. how do you feel after it's released now? Holy shit. I, I mean, like you guys know me listeners and and in the room, like yeah. I am not a shy person. I right. don't really get nervous. I'm put it all out there. Regret it later. Yeah. But for weeks I was getting like stomach aches. So you had, you had known that you were going to do this or yeah, wanted to do this. Yeah. And the morning I was supposed to record, I just got like sweaty. I was sweating my own house. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was the abuse coming back. That was like the uh, manipulation hadn't left my body, even though it had been so many years later that I was still terrified of some consequence happening wow. to me. And I'm like... What? Who? Where? What's yeah. gonna? Ha- nothing's gonna happen to me. But it, it was definitely so uh, programmed, so deeply programmed. And that was the first time that I was like, "Okay, you're really taking a risk." And I tell you what, the second I accidentally released it too early, and I saw some <laughs> of the comments coming in, I released it like a day too early on YouTube. Uh-huh. As soon as I started seeing the comments come in, I was like, a hundred million percent. I was the universe made. It was made for me to do this. Really? To speak about it. I oh, mean, that's so great. Not a single negative comment have I come across. Wow. Not a single story that hasn't been in some way inspiring for me right. to learn from someone else. Um, it It's unfortunately such a common thing. And I think we mm-hmm. as strong women especially are afraid to admit that we were – I'm making quotes like one of those girls sure. that got into one well, of those relationships. Like you said, the embarrassment and shame around <sighs> it is debilitating. So, yeah. And to be able to rise above that and say, no, I'm I'm surviving the healing because I survived the trauma. Mm-hmm. That makes me badass. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think we as women don't want to sound as complaining or dramatic, especially mm-hmm. because it's like, was it that bad? It has you questioning, like, did I really go through right, something? And right. it wasn't until, you know, many <clears throat> years later that I saw, oh, shit, like, yeah. I should have been like, I should be way more fucked up because of it. And I <laughs> applaud anyone that, you know, can do it and get out of right, bed on, right, on, right. in whatever way they have to. But yeah, it, it's like something like that where I'm sitting on my couch, right? And I'm able to talk about it and also laugh and make jokes about it. Sure. That made me feel like this is my purpose. Like, yeah. how do you turn pain into purpose? Totally. Which is kind of what we do anyways on the internet. We're like, oh, laugh at me so you are you can right, lift yourself right, up. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, like here's 
a space. It's okay. Yeah. And also just helpful, I think, for so many people too, like you said, that uh, don't realize what they're in. And then they go, oh, this is identical to what yep. I am going through. And oh. you think it's normal. Like when yeah. you're, you know, in that situation and love is such a strong feeling. Yeah. And you're taught to like stick by someone and help each other through something. And love is the most powerful feeling at all. And it's like, no, like, yeah, abuse is kind of like more strong of a feeling. But yeah. you're just so hopeful. And yeah, it's one of those things where you just it's hard to admit to yourself. So how can you admit it to like your family or your friends or the police or whatever? Totally. So it's about getting over that idea. And I think like there's still a huge problem with like boys who are toxic masculinity yeah, trying to yeah. be men. Like mm -hmm. that's what I think the main issue is. is totally. We got to teach men how to not abuse women instead of teaching women how to come forward about their abuse. But it called me crazy. I should yeah. go into politics. <laughs> <laughs> sips coffee, sips coffee, <laughs> sips coffee. No, but I think that's really cool and a testament to, I think, where you're headed in, mm. like, creative endeavors, yeah, you know? Right? Like, keeping it light but also going deep enough and, like, using your personal mm -hmm. stories to kind of mm -hmm. fuel it all along the way. Right. Is there stuff coming up that you're excited about? Oh, my God. I'm releasing my first book this year. Hell, you have so many books. Yeah, I, I, but I was going to ask for you, like, this seems like the, the logical step, right? yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, you have so many stories and so much, like, yeah. life perspective and experience. It's growing up in public school in Florida. You just <laughs> see a lot really early. You see more than you know that you Intended need to see. To. Yeah, yeah, no. So we've got that coming out. It's called Don't Fucking Panic. And it's a workbook, uh, a, like a comedy workbook about panic and anxiety disorder. That's awesome. Yeah, and then we're going to start live touring for Confidently Insecure, which I'm Sweet. really nervous about because... How do you fill a theater, Grace? Yeah, when you find out, let me know. <laughs> Mamrie and I are doing some live shows, and it is uh, more difficult than it used to Dude, be. Dude, but you guys tour. We uh, we went on a small tour last summer, but when we used to, like four years ago, mm -hmm. it was before anyone was really like touring. So Podcasting it was just like even. Yeah, yeah, and so it was a more novel thing. Now it's just like very everybody's difficult. got a show. Yeah, what's like the capacity you try and book a theater at? Like a hundred like seat, 200, two hundred, five hundred. Wow, something holy like that. Shit. Sometimes they're like, nah, you guys can fill four. And we're like, nah, we can't. And they're like, you're just being modest. We're like, no, seriously, we're not no, being like, modest. come back on your contract. Like, this is going to ruin our self-esteem yeah, if yeah. you make us do That's this. like where I'm at. I'm like, I think they're starting out with two. And I was like, Great. can we try 15? Yeah, yeah. Can we try like a club or like even a tea house down yeah. the street? Let's try 15. Can we just rent a dance studio? <laughs> yeah. Come to my house. Okay. Yeah. I'll get my We fill my living room. But so I'm really exciting. nervous. It's exciting. I'm nervous. We're doing an international show in London in nice. June, which is really cool. Um, I think that's what I'm excited about. That all that's sounds it. very exciting. Yeah. Um, also, Florence Pooh. Oh. How do you say her last name? Pooh. Pug. Puh. 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 I think, right? You just like kind the, of whisper. Like Puh. the sound that you make when you see her. <laughs> Dude, tell me she's not. I don't know much about her other than you're obsessed. Midsummer? I didn't see it. I know. Little Women? Do you see Little Women? No. Oh, you gotta go. I just saw Parasite the other night. You just saw? 
Look, what are you? I'm watching a lot of reality TV. Okay. I'm very booked and busy I feel with this you. reality okay. TV no, programming. I hear you. I hear There's you. a lot of shows. Uh, love after lo- uh, love after lockup oh, is not going to watch itself. Just started watching that. Oh, I started at like season one, which I feel like is a mistake because you fall in love and then they change them. Well, I started season two, I think, thinking mm. it was season one, and it's different people. It's different people, but then there's life after lockup. Oh shit! So get ready to have your days taken away from you because Fine. you get in love with their story and then they show you the after their after story. And then you get involved with their life. And then guess what? A lot of it doesn't go as planned. No. <laughs> but it feels less scripted than a lot of reality TV feels it, Oh, I think it is because it's like, jail's enough. Yeah. <laughs> jail's I, pretty dramatic. I can't believe that they get to film as much as they get to film for that show. So I'm like, how are they allowed to just like be on the premises watching like them? We need to have a reality TV award show. Can you get on that? There has to be you one, have right? power. I mean, I would love to. But Can I you feel and like, like Drew Hazelhurst or whatever his name is start? A show <laughs> yeah. Okay. For uh, I really don't have much going on. So I'll for sure. Lies. Um, you also. Um, amidst and amongst all of these cool things, I'm obsessed with your makeup tutorials oh on God. Instagram. I'm so glad you brought that up because I did my makeup high. <laughs> <laughs> Today? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I looked in the mirror right before I left and I went, green? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking green, Gabby? But I feel like uh, I like them because you do experiment with so many colors yeah. that I truly have no idea well, what you're about to do. You you are what we call a natural beauty. Like, that's just what she looks like, right? You're very kind. I like to transform. I'm a bit of a drag queen in that sense. I love it because I'm so uh, intimidated by mm. eye li- uh, eyeshadow colors, colors especially. Totally. I can be like you know, confident and like, I'm going to try something crazy. And then I'm like, uh, browns. <laughs> yes. Stick with the it's browns. Every girl's like schedule is like go crazy and spend like $30 on a crazy color. Yeah. Never wear it because yep. you don't know how to apply it. Yep. And then stick with your like 14 year old, yeah. like two faced naked chocolate yep. bronzer palette that you've had for uh, since high school. Um, I was also too afraid of colors. Yes, yes. And what I found happens uh-huh. and what helps is if you don't look at what you're wearing. So okay. in most videos, I'll be wearing a robe. That's And smart. my hair back. Because the second you get other colors involved, you're like, does it... Your influence. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it just might not match. So okay. I start with makeup first. Uh-huh. And it's really meditative. And I love those videos. Like, I'm a fan of t- makeup Oh, yeah. Vids. No, when I saw you were doing them, I was like, this is so <laughs> fun. Because they show it's up on so my Explore page yeah. all the time. But I don't follow anyone yeah. that does them. Um, and they always just seem like a little too far out of reach yeah. for like yeah. something I would try, even if I did feel really bold one right. day. <laughs> like, um, like putting on a colorful lip. No, but I was like, oh, Kelsey's doing these. Yeah. These are fun. And this isn't a joke. She's like for real doing it. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. I've been in all industries of the internet and yeah. none more harsh <laughs> really? and cruel. I was going to ask, what is it like not putting beard. content <laughs> up in that world? So I call it not a guru because I don't think I'm... Nikki tutorials or sure. like Jacqueline. Like I'm not trying to be in that world because it just seems like it's too much. Exhaustive. <clears throat> uh but 13-year-old girls will have no fucking problem dragging you straight to hell. <laughs> straight to hell and back. I mean, they are mean. Yeah. And people are like, why don't you post them on YouTube? I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm 
okay where I can comment, moderate my Instagram. Yeah. No I, fucking way. They're mean. Wow. I didn't. Now I'm curious to post one just oh, to see. Oh, you should. To elicit the, the comments. But. Absolutely should. When did the, like, when was the, the thing that pushed you over into posting oh, them? let's see. Uh, when I was 15, I would lock myself in my mom's bathroom and say, you're not leaving until you're pretty. <laughs> would use a really expensive like YSL Chanel makeup and I would be like oh, this is never gonna happen for me um, and so I've always been super interested in the way makeup can transform yeah and again I think it wasn't until I left BuzzFeed started working from home had an asshole of time and an asshole of PR boxes that it was like oh, it would see, be that's what unjust. I want I want the PR boxes you I, should have the PR box. I I got like one a while ago, like a year ago, mm. and I feel like they're like, mm, we tried with her. <laughs> she didn't really do anything with it. So. She just stayed herself. Yeah. Uh, we want her to want young girls to transform. But so you uh, were home, you had time, you had the resources. And I was like, write a script or play with makeup. Yeah. And the answer was play with makeup. And so it's been just like a medit. It really is meditative. Yeah. I blast whatever fucking Spotify playlist is on, and then I just Go Sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. Do you edit them yourself? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Do you edit them on your phone? Wow, no. No, okay. <laughs> I don't see that's the thing too, is, is I it don't that know. Bad? No, no, because I've heard of people that upload like oh, well, that TikTok, kind of, yeah. yeah, that I'm like, how do you even edit on your phone? I don't I even know never. how to edit these kinds of things. Oh, so. you just uh speed ramp and premiere. Oh, okay. Do you edit any of your videos anymore? I do. I edit all in Final Cut Pro. So I have, I've have. i been told to learn Premiere. Wait, you edit all your videos? For Lies. the most part. Probably like 90% of them. Holy fucking shit. Occasionally Why? like, um, just because I have the time to. <laughs> and, Fair enough. And I also am very insecure about the shooting process of like, mm. there are times when I'm just like sitting there for and, many moments. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm like working through a joke and it's just very embarrassing. And even though I have this girl named Roseanne who's, hi Roseanne, you're wonderful. Roseanne, and I know she wouldn't judge a second of me for sending her that raw footage. It's I you. just feel yeah. like. Ugh. It's very private. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But we can expect continuous makeup oh, yeah. tutorials. I got one. I got one coming out with CoverGirl's vegan line tomorrow. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Not a plug. I just wanted to try vegan makeup. How have you been approached by these makeup companies now? The only one. I mean, I got sent on one of those like influencer trips. Did you? Yeah. I am fascinated by these. But here's the thing. They specifically told me and Lily uh-huh. that we got invited because we were like the funny girls. <laughs> A hundred percent not because we were in the beautiful one. <laughs> they were like, if you thought that you yeah. had made the cut, we just want to remind you before we get started that your cafeteria table is yeah. over there. They were like, we've been getting too much shit for only inviting Instagram models. So we thought we'd throw some regular gals in the mix. We, we give these two trash heaps some time on this weird island. They're like, us. oh, do we have any glitter, like uh, arts and crafts in the corner we can give them to keep them busy? Uh, yeah, so I went on one of those like influencer trips before. And so I'm oh. on like a couple of their like little PR things. But then the only one that has reached out to me being like, we saw your tutorials was CoverGirl. Oh. So shout out. I guess I guess cool. shout out to CoverGirl. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't see them doing a ton like no, in you, that space. I always like see Tarte and drugstore makeup right. considered, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then they got that um Lily Reinhardt. Oh. She's gorgeous. Yes. They yes. made her the face. And she's I feel like she's face. bringing it back. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Um, I saw that you posted uh, your 
skeleton x-rays on on Twitter. What was that? <laughs> why, why did I do that? <laughs> I, I, as I was going through, I was like, oh, there's her body. <laughs> Not only like my full body, but like my vagina bones. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can 100% know what my pussy looks like. It was great. That picture. I found it in my medical record. And I was like, this is cool. And it sat on my desktop for like a week before I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, apparently, I have pee in my bladder in that X-ray that you can see. Oh uh, wow! I don't even yeah, know why I would get that. A lot of people that. medically like trying to diagnose yeah. things. Well, someone told me I had scoliosis, and I was like, "You fucking stay in your corner, bitch." <laughs> I got sh- I got other shit to worry about. I don't have time for that right no, now. No, absolutely not. I don't know why I post it. I don't know why. I- also, how did I get that? I I think it's great because a year. I mean, I feel like I've moved away from using Twitter as mm. as freely as I used to use mm, it. True. And I feel like you're still like putting up whatever you want. I'm like, I admire this. It's going to come back to bite me. I so. love it because this is what Twitter yeah, was and what I love so yeah. much about it. Now I'm just like, ow, oh, everything feels like <sighs> people are just like dogs on leashes ready Ooh, to like attack. Great metaphor. Except or they're all good dogs. They're all good dogs. All good dogs. No bad dogs here. Um, okay, we're going to take one last break. Look and when we you. get back, we have have Twitter questions for you. Get that ad money, Grace. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> it's probably Squarespace. We'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. Okay, Kelsey, yeah, it's Grace. been two years since I've asked you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. I remember one. So oh, no, I remember both. Perhaps your answers have changed. Let's find <laughs> out. Um, who, alive or dead, would you most like to throw cold spaghetti at? My Aunt Vicky. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like I've never said that publicly, and I would like to use this public airspace time to say, okay. fuck you, Vicky. <laughs> You're a bad aunt. You're a bad family member. Nobody likes you. Wow. Uh, and, you know. Um, I wish we had a call-in line to have Vicky call in and be like, Vicky, rebuttal? I was trying to be a photographer when I was a kid. I had a camera. I was going uh-huh. around Thanksgiving taking pictures of people. And my little cousin kept jumping in front of the, her daughter. I was okay. like, take a picture of me. Take a picture of me. And I was like, no, bitch. I didn't say that. But I was like, no, I'm trying to take pictures of. And Aunt Vicky yelled at me. Because uh, I wouldn't take a picture of her fucking kid. And you know biased. what? Look who's nepotism. in the business now. Yeah. Look and who's <laughs> in rehab. Okay. <laughs> With our second kid. All right. Oh, Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Florida. Uh, okay. Tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but only use three words or three small phrases. Okay. I think last time I was here, I said sushi 101 jean jacket. I think that's what I said last time. Somebody can confirm or deny. So since then. Okay. There's been an update. There's been an update. Phew. So uh, sushi. Okay. (laughs) Boardroom. Oh no. Uh uh excavation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That paints a picture. Excavate. I don't know if that's the right word. Excavation. <laughs> evacuation. evacuation. Um <laughs> evacuation, excavation. 
we had to we had to clear we had, had to clear, clear the room. <laughs> we had to, a space needed to be cleared. Yes, I, they might have taken it down by bulldozer. I'm not sure. <laughs> it is very good chance that that happened. Oh, that's amazing. Um, okay, let's get into some Twitter questions for Woo. you. Uh, Robbie wants to know: Have you attended any more sex parties? <laughs> yes, thank you, Robbie. Okay. Uh, in my podcast, we talk a lot about my open relationship, and right, right, right. Uh, part of that is the fun of being able to try and discover how to have sex with other people. Okay. And one of those ways is going to sex parties, which I always thought were like very like eyes wide shut, sexy. It sure. Turns out they are, uh-huh. but there's a lot more stuff going on that people don't <laughs> talk about. Uh. And yes, I have been, and this one was in a big spooky mansion. Okay. And that's where I would assume they all are. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this very much fits well with what you're thinking. And there it was a Halloween sex party. Okay. And one of the themes of the room was like torture. The next theme of the room was like um a haunted closet. <laughs> And one of the themes of the room was bloodbath. Okay. See, I feel like I would go through two, only two emotions of laughing and horror. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. Okay. You, you should go. You should go, if not just to I'm say good. you've been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is like half the people are there just to be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then there are people who are taking it too seriously. They're like, yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm going to stay away from those people. But you should go just to like, just to see. observe the social dynamic exactly. of it all. Yeah. It A is, whole new world. It is fascinating. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know best movie or TV show to watch high? Well, I don't smoke weed, so I'm going to go with high on volume. Okay. Do you smoke weed? Do you talk about I that? I do. Okay. Yeah. And it's you. wonderful. I'm happy for you. What's yeah. your favorite high show? Um, I did watch uh, Married at First Sight last night high, and <gasps> I was just like, this show, I've watched it forever, oh. but last night I was like, this show's crazy. They have to <laughs> live together for two months, and they just met each other. Fair. Yeah, the, the actual reality of the show hit me last yeah. night pretty hard. I would say the show, it's not a show. I mm-hmm. would say I've never had so many incredible thoughts while getting a root canal today. I yeah? swear to God, I like cured cancer in my brain. <laughs> I wrote like... Like 75 Twitter jokes. At one point, I like had them stop and I took like the plastic out of my mouth and I was like, can you write down that I need to make a chapstick and then like put it back <laughs> on my arm? Wait, so they, okay, talk me through this. They numb you. Oh, yeah. Shots they, galore. And then they put some sort of they mouth put a bib fucking over you. Dental dam over your face. Like what you think lesbians use for sex, which yeah. they don't. Uh, they put a dental dam over your tooth uh-huh. and they tell you it's so that you don't get like any stuff in other areas of your mouth and I'm okay. like they're just trying to isolate the tooth basically okay so yeah they dental dam your mouth shut wow and then yeah. they, how long does it take like an hour wow so you're just sitting there with your eyes Hot. open for oh, an hour hell no I'm high as a motherfucking kite <laughs> I got my airpods in I'm holding my boyfriend's hand and he's DJing for me <laughs> And like, I'll, I sort of got, I came up with so many Twitter jokes and I was like, don't forget it. Don't forget it. And the second he turned off laughing gas, I was like, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I forgot everything. <laughs> it's all done. So uh, yeah. Go get a root canal. So you, I'll put that so on my, I think yeah. I would rather get a root canal than go to a sex party. <laughs> I think that would be Well, the order some of those, they have that as <laughs> yeah. the themed room. That's in the torture room. <laughs> exactly. Um, who is your dream guest for your podcast, Dead or Alive? Ooh. Uh, Oh, I haven't thought about dead or alive. Yeah, wow. 
I mean, ooh, shit, ski. Fuck, so much pressure. <laughs> um, dead, I get. Okay, I'll go with alive. Uh-huh. I think maybe like Elizabeth Warren would be cool right now to just oh, hear her crackly cool. old voice on the microphone. <laughs> Not because she has anything interesting to say, but more, I, more so I want to hear her voice on a mic. Yeah. Um, and then dead, I guess, I don't know. Who do you want on here? That's dead? Oh, wow. I don't know. I think uh, like... I don't know who I would choose. I'd be like, anyone that wants to. (laughs) (laughs) Call out your dead, hey, anybody want a podcast for a minute? Except for, like, Hitler. Oh, yeah. Well, even he probably might have some curious things to say. I mean, I would hear his pants-shitting story. What but do you think it is? I mean, I don't want to know because it's probably too dark and awful. <laughs> the pants or the sh- story itself. <laughs> yeah. We'll stop talking about um, Hitler now. Okay, here's a question. Someone, Brooke wants to know, what do people Bro. need to know about fostering dogs? Oh, gosh. Patience, patience, and more patience. Really? I am the least patient person. My boyfriend's the most patient person. And mm-hmm. when we got a foster dog, it was like he couldn't even hear the dog breathe without getting <laughs> upset. And, like, I became this soothing, like, oh, my baby, come to my yeah, arms yeah. and let me hold you. Like, you have to have so much fucking patience because they're so cute. And <laughs> it takes three months mm-hmm. for a dog's true personality to come out once you've switch them in homes and that goes the same for a dog you've had for years if you move them to a new location interesting the guard doesn't come down for three months so know that the dog you get at the shelter good or bad may or not may not be the dog maybe a little different yeah and i think usually it's a good thing they're just so glad to be loved yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Also, just I would assume preparing yourself for anything. Oh, because yeah. you don't you can kinda know their medical history, but you really won't know, like you said, yeah. with their personality three months, mm-hmm. like that and kind you of gotta stuff. Have, you gotta have a little bit of money, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Most shelters will give you free food if you're fostering. Okay. Um, mine didn't, because uh, they're busy. Uh, but you gotta have a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take it. medical stuff for dogs is not yeah, cheap. It's not. Get pet insurance. Uh was there a mystery shitter? at the holidays this year what is this oh my god I'm so glad whoever asked this asked um, I've told the story about uh, in my family I have 52 first cousins so I wow. have a lot of family who okay. every year for the holidays we'd get together and we would have things like mini raves or like drum circle it would okay. always be like a huge party hashtag Florida yeah and every year someone would leave a giant shit <laughs> on the toilet seat. On? On the toilet seat. And we would call <laughs> oh it my. the phantom pooper. Oh and my. because we could never... <laughs> Melissa's face right now was like... <laughs> What the fuck? So this is a family tradition. Oh, yeah. It started as like a joke. And then every is... year it would happen. And it would be like we were waiting for the moment <laughs> of like, who's going to discover the phantom poop this year? And like we would, oh, my God, fights would happen of like, who was it? We would have like deep investigative, like serial style mysteries of like, who, who do we think it is? And like people would take sides. And like just oh when you think God. we'd get through a holiday without it, it would be like the last day. <laughs> And someone would come out like, wait, so this can span over days. Oh, a week. (laughs) A week at a time. We'd be going to my grandpa's house, my uncle's house, my mom's house, my sister's place. Like, you never knew when it was going to happen. And like, by process of elimination, we were always trying to guess who in the family. And I think I know who it is. You think it's the same person every year? And that's the trick, right, Grace? (laughs) Is you think you know, and then one year you're like, that person wasn't here. Or like, right. The you know the, the shit, looks, shit different. looks different. Like it looks oddly baby sized this year. Was it a small cousin that's been getting us all? Oh, 
And so this holiday, we did not have the big gathering that we normally do. So no, there was no Phantom Pooper this year. But stay tuned because I think we're all going to get together for Burning Man potentially. So there might be one come (laughs) mid-August. I will absolutely keep you guys updated. Oh, wow. That's the most Florida story. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the other thing is some people aren't even from Florida. (laughs) Some people come from Texas, Missouri. I mean, still trash, but. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, on the opposite end of that, uh, <laughs> someone wants to know, what's your go-to self-care activity? Masturbating. It okay. releases serotonin <laughs> and it gets you in a good mood and it can really take away a panic attack, an impending panic attack if you feel one coming. All right. So, um, no, put it down. That's right to the point. <laughs> point. Um, what celebrities do you want in a professional game of tag? Oh, shit. Obviously, like, you say in Bolt, right? Oh, yeah, but I feel like there's, it's impossible to win in that situation. Yeah, uh, so definitely him. Uh-huh. Um, maybe, like, uh, I don't know. Who else is good at, at scheming and getting out of things besides Donald <laughs> Trump so we don't have to say his fucking name on the podcast? Though I would like Donald Trump and Usain Bolt in a game of tag and Usain Bolt just gets oh. tagged and Donald trying to tag Usain Bolt would be a lovely and thing to watch. Stand and point and laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That's my game. Um, opinion on sloths. Cute or creepy? Oh, my God. Creepy. They're so <laughs> greasy. <Okay>, they- <laughs> Why are they so greasy? I didn't know that they were that greasy. And they look like... Yeah, I'm not a a sloth person. They move too slow that I think they're scheming something. (laughs) Or that it's like... It's that slow build in like a horror film before something happens, but that's just their normal resting state. Yeah, their vibe is anticipatory. I I don't don't like like that. No, and I bet you their hairs are really a lot thicker than people are. Think yeah. they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. They look thick. It looks coarse. Yeah. Um, someone to know, are you and Jared still looking for a girlfriend? Yeah, sure. Hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have people actually oh, yeah. reach out? Yeah, and they always don't live here. Don't fucking hit me up unless you're in a major <laughs> metropolis city that I'm visiting often. London, New York, Miami. <laughs> Period. There you go. Those are my rules. She has spoken. And then a couple people asked cheese question mark. Mm, yes. Is this a thing in your world? Nope, but my answer is yes. Uh, Often. Often. Um, Oh, someone wants to know Matthew Francis, who looks like he's wearing a chef coat in his photo. Oh, wait, we know Matthew. I know Matthew Francis. Ask her about her favorite restaurants in LA. Oh, Osteria La Buca, which has the best pasta in Los Angeles. Come fucking fight me, I dare you. Wow. Come fight me, Grace. It's the (laughs) best pasta. I didn't want this to end this way. (laughs) Osteria La Buca, and if you can, La Antica, uh, off Sunset has the best Italian uh, Napoleon pizza. Nice. Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Okay, Kelsey, we're reaching the end of the podcast. Yay. Um, I mean, boo. (laughs) Yay, because I've had so much fun. It's so much fun. And I'm going to come on your podcast, (laughs) and it's going to be a great time. And we're going to get deep. Yeah. We're going to get the opposite of not too deep. I'm ready. I'm going to excavate. You're going to excavate? I hope not. <laughs> We're going to Based on what I've room. learned, what excavation means. In my life. Um, where, what are you up to next? Like, what's in the near future for people to um, Buy check tickets out? to whatever these live shows we're going to announce, nice. please. There you go. Um, okay, before you leave, <laughs> every guest that's on the podcast gets a personalized fortune cookie. This one is a little bit more wider open than they normally are. <laughs> it's normally because you knew I was coming. Yeah, this is yeah. very, this is a, oh my God, it just falls out. Yeah. That's what people say about me. Cool, cool, cool. Here we go. Uh, 
This is your one shot to plead to Florence and Zach to consider having an open relationship like yours. Yeah. <gasps> First of all, wait, is she dating Zach Braff? Which, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? He's like 40 something. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, because yeah. he's got a baby face. Yes. Listen, Florence, this is your time to get out. <laughs> Don't be fooled by his baby face. He's 40. Google it. You have access to the internet. I hope. I know you're like British or something, but you guys have internet there. Get out. Get out and come to 866 I know that's a made up address. That's perfect. Um, yeah. No, that's my plea is he's a, your dad. Yeah. That's then, a horror film. I mean, yeah, she can slide into your DMs. Oh. She doesn't have social media. That's how cool she is. Oh God, yeah. Oh, did you do you hate people like that? Or I don't so hate. Cool? I just know that they're like they're div- they're living a better life. They are. Yeah. They're healthier than that we are. They're they're detached yeah. and they're they're free. They're artists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially people that are doing actual art that don't have social oh. media. I'm like, yeah, that's a life. That's a life. That's good for them. <laughs> yeah. What could have been? I think it was like read and write deep, poetry man. or something. Yeah. Anyway, guys, go check out Kelsey. Listen to the podcast. Check yeah. out all of her makeup videos. Oh, boy. Look at the Instagram for yeah. Barry alone. Oh, God. The Barry Every picks day, are, daily Barry are on the story. Stellar. Thank you. And thank you for coming back Thanks two years later. Oh, my God. And, uh, and I'll see you in two years. Yes, perfect. We'll, we'll schedule it now. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. See you. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. Was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs>